You're listening to the Become Inspired podcast. Advice, tips, and strategies for job seekers in the creative, media, and digital industries. And now for your host, Become Recruitment. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Become Inspired podcast. I'm your host, David Vox. I'm the business manager at Become Recruitment for our Sydney and Brisbane offices. And today we are going to be looking at the cover letter. So a question that we always get asked is whether we should cover letter or not cover letter. And it is a good question. Um, so as I was kind of researching this topic, I decided to ask a lot of our consultants within the business, like, do you actually read cover letters and do you think they're a good idea and, and all these kind of things? And it was actually very mixed feedback. So it, it's not as cut and dry as you might think it is, um, because the answer that came back from most people was that I sometimes read cover letters. Um, so not hugely helpful is because um, I'm sure you want a, a yes no answer but the the thing is I'm just thinking through my own experience I usually look at the cover letter if I'm digging a bit further if I want a bit more information on that person um, I won't read every single le- cover letter that comes through but there are some that will really jump out at you um, so I would say like the the real answer to it is should I send a cover letter? I really think it is that there is a case for doing it, but it has to be great. Um, you know, it shouldn't just be, I'm going to get into the do's and don'ts, but don't make it just a generic cover letter. If you're going to put that time and effort into doing it, then you have to make it really pop off the page and, and make it sell you and why you are right for that particular role. Um, so I think, um, you know, I, I definitely think there is that there is a, a place for cover letters. I don't think it's essential, but I think it can give you a bit of a leg up and it can help you stand out from the competition. So one of the first things to look at is the cover letter versus email, you know, because a lot of people have replaced cover letter just with a really well-structured email, introducing themselves and telling you why they are right for the role. So I would say that the introductory email can definitely be a good substitute for the cover letter. If you're getting straight to the point and, you know, explaining why you're applying for that role, why you're right for that role, um, I think it can be useful. And probably if you've got an email, it's probably got more chance of being read than a cover letter because you know if you're going into a cover letter you have to open an an additional attachment and some people don't do that Um, another way you can do it is make the cover letter part of the cv so if you're in terms of if you're sending a pdf you know make them into one document therefore the person's only having to do one click Um, i know it sounds really weird but you know if this person's getting 30 applications then that's 30 clicks rather than having to do 60 um, you've just we're just trying to kind of reduce the barriers of entry and and make it as simple as possible for you um so i think that there's the email can be good but with a an actual cover letter you've got a chance to make it a bit nicer a bit more layout you know um and just you've got a chance to play around a bit more 
So then let's get into, before we get into what you should be doing, let's look at some of the things that you should avoid. So I've already spoken about it, but just like a generic cover letter that adds no value. Because I have to say, honestly, there's nothing more disappointing than you're clicking into this extra attachment. And then it's like, I would like to apply for this role because I think I'd be really good at it. Like, oh, it's just, if anything, that's going to do you damage. And if it's, you know, dear sir or madam or something like that, just, or to whom it may concern, uh, I would just not bother. If you're, if that's on your cover letter, that's how you're starting, just scrap it. Just put the effort and the time into your CV. Um, I think you also have to be careful. Don't make it too long. We're in a real um, age now where there is, you know, people are time poor, attention spans are shorter than they've ever been. So it has to be short, it has to be punchy, it has to be really concise and tell us, um, you know, why you are right, why we should be, you know, inviting you for an interview, um, taking you through to the to the next round. Nobody likes a rambler. Um, and then just avoid simple things, but just the mistakes like grammar, spelling, incorrect names on the uh, um, on the cover letter. All those things. I'm not not going to be telling you anything revolutionary there, but you would be surprised. So make sure that you're you're getting all those kind of things right. So then, before we get into what to include in your cover letter, let's have a look at kind of like the purpose of a cover letter. So there's there's almost two different ways. If you're applying to a recruiter, the cover letter is really there to get you through the door. And um, it can be great if you're trying to sell, like cross sell your skills or, you know, highlight your transferable skills. So maybe your CV doesn't stack up in terms of experience. But if you want to show kind of why you are um, what transferable skills you have and what you can bring to that role, it can be useful for that. But what you will find, the recruiter then becomes your kind of walking and talking version of your cover letter. They will be the ones who are out there uh, representing you to their clients and doing the work of the cover letter for you. But if you're applying direct to a company, um, it can serve a number of purposes. Um, it can really tell uh, the person that's reading it, the hiring manager or line manager, whoever, uh, why you are right for the role. Um, it really gives you an opportunity here to showcase your personality, to kind of jump off the page and, and just stand out from the crowd. Um, and it can also just really show that you've researched the company that you understand the company, that you understand the role and you understand what your skills are. And again, you would be surprised at the number of people that do not research. And when I read something, when I get something through and somebody's really clear about who we are and, you know, clear about why they're, they're writing to us, it just stands out a mile and it makes a huge difference. So I think that's something to to really focus on. It's a chance for you to kind of show off a little bit and show like, yeah, I'm, I'm actually putting in the effort here. I, I want you to, to notice me because I am really interested and I'm not sending this generic cover letter to 100 applicants at one, 100 different places at one time. Um, so then we get into how to make the cover letter count. Um, I 
think, you know, one of the, and this is the, the things that you should include in the cover letter. So uh, we've, we've covered it in the don'ts, but, you know, you want to be really addressing that cover letter to the to the person who is advertising the role. Make it personal, make it tailored, make it um, interesting, engaging. But first thing, just be sure that it is going exactly to that person um, who you are applying for um, for the role to, uh, you want to tailor the cover role, uh, the cover letter to the to every single role that you're applying for. So you know you're going through that job description and finding things in there that um, finding examples of things that you've done as to why um, to highlight why you're right for them. Um, obviously, it, you've got to do that in a really kind of short, sharp, succinct way. You don't want to be going on and on. You know, point two, point one in the job description. I have done this, this. Point two, point two. You don't want to do that. Just really kind of bring out the the main things that they're looking for and um, and tell us about it again. Show off. Why not? And um, go beyond the the platitudes and you know highlight why you're right for the role. So. Just the the real kind of cliches. I work great in a team as well as individually. Um, I'm a really hard worker. I'm very organized. Um, there, there's we see a lot of those kind of things, and honestly, there's just not a place for it. It's kind of like, well, you know, I would I would hope so. It would kind of be a worry if you weren't, and you're taking up valuable space. You you really need to think about almost treat it as if you're writing an ad and um, every single word that you write is going to cost you extra. Um, so you want to make sure that you're getting value for money and that you're um, really getting to the point there as well. So just make sure that every word counts. Um, I think you want to, like, you can, you've got a chance to play around with the layout and design. Now, you don't want to go crazy with kind of hearts and stars and everything. Um, when I say the layout and design, it's just, again, make it kind of clean and sharp and accessible. And it doesn't have to be cluttered and overly designed. But you can do something that's a little bit quirky and a little bit outside the box. But, you know, there is a line there. And I just want you to be careful not to go too far and show show that you've got a, a taste level as well and make it appropriate to who you're applying for to as well. You know, if you're applying to a branding or design agency, it might be very different if you're applying to a bank. So you just have to, again, tailor it for your audience, try and get inside their head whilst also showcasing your personality. And that brings me on to the next point is just don't be afraid to showcase your personality. Insert personality and maybe even humor. But again, if that's not you, if that's not you know what you're all about, then don't do it. But it's there's an opportunity for you to, um, if you if you're known for your kind of wit and and humour, then get it in there. You know, like you want them to to feel like, oh yeah, this person's a good cultural fit for us just from reading, uh, just from reading that cover letter. So you can see it's. Again, not rocket science, like all these podcasts that we're recording, there's nothing there that's really kind of, it, it all feels very sensible and um, common sense things that we're pointing out. But again, you would be very surprised at the, the people that just miss the mark when it comes to these simple things. So you you have got an opportunity to, to stand out and be the best just by going that um, not even that extra mile, you know. You're just going that extra little bit and putting that in that extra little bit of effort, and you'll be a, you'll be amazed at the difference that that can make. 
So just before I go, I just wanted to leave you with um, a little example of, well, we had a couple of examples. Um, We were recruiting for a role in our Auckland office and uh, the business manager there said that really the reason he hired the the latest addition, the newest addition to the team was because the cover letter. The experience wasn't um, hugely relevant to what we were doing, but the cover letter just stood out a mile and really um, showed a, a level of intelligence, a level of um, personality and a level of understanding about what we were doing and uh, as well and that, that made a big difference. And then there was this other candidate I had, it was, um, they were a junior candidate, d- didn't really have much experience um, applying for a cli- client service role in a branding agency. Now her background, I think it was more, I'm trying to cast my mind back, I think her background was more in retail but she had done, I think, an internship for, for a short time in an agency. So again, even just that kind of showed willingness and um, a desire to get into the field. But what really jumped out was the cover letter. Um, in that cover letter, she listed three um, brand campaigns or rebrands of the time that she absolutely loved. She wrote a little bit about each of them, highlighting kind of why she had chosen these and why she liked them. Uh, she also listed there some of the branding related podcasts that she was listening to um, and even some of the industry events that she had been to and what she had learned from those events and why she continued to kind of follow all those things on social media. Again, this just made her jump uh, a mile from everybody else. Um, I'd sent her to a few of my clients and they were falling over themselves to hire her um, because it just showed that there was a passion, there was an understanding for the industry and it could it showed a, a level of intelligence and also that she was very articulate and she was able to articulate that experience. All these skills that are essential in client service um, So it just goes to show that experience isn't everything. You don't have to have worked in that type of role before, but you do have to demonstrate that you're able to do it and that you're, and you know, that you're able to do it really well. And that was exactly what she did in the cover letter. So I would set you the challenge to go off and work on your cover letter, you know, have a think about Um, you know what makes you different think about those unique selling points think about the role why you would be great in that company is it a cultural fit thing is it skills is it the fact that you can help take them to the next level Um, so go off and think about it you know work on those cover letters and um, I'd love to hear if it's um, making a difference to you so you can always reach us on podcast at becomerecruitment.com but I wish you all the best and um, we will see you in the next episode Thanks a lot. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Become Inspired podcast. For more information, head on over to www.becomerecruitment.com.